episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Podcast of Urchin. Urchin. Yes. Talking Maiden no more. Talking Adrian. Talking Adrian, yeah. So Adrian Smith's band before Iron Maiden. Before Iron Maiden. Yep. Okay, cool. So you're going to take me through a bunch of Adrian stuff today. Yeah. Well, uh, I kind of want to get into this because I think the Adrian stuff, or I think the Urchin stuff is pretty good. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of uh, Adrian stuff. Outside of Maiden. We talked a little bit about ASAP before. Yeah. We've never done done an episode on it. There's also yeah. Psycho Motel. That was like 95 and 97 they had albums out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Accident of Birth and Chemical Wedding he played on too with Bruce. Yeah. And Primal Rock Rebellion is another band he had, 2012. Yeah. But this is going right back to the early 70s. Yeah. For pre-Iron Maiden. Yeah, the ASAP stuff came out, I think, in the Adrian episode. You yeah, we talked about clips. a lot of these bands, and yeah. I think played clips from some of them. And Urchin as well. Episode. I think there was a few. I think we played an Urchin clip in there. Yeah. yeah. And in the history of Iron Maiden episodes, we talked a bit about Urchin too. We kind of did the timeline mm-hmm. of Urchin and Iron Maiden side by side, what was going on. Okay, so yeah. today we're going to narrow. We've done Adrian. We've done all of those other bands yeah. to a high level. Yeah, and there's a few Urchin tracks that yeah. kind of tie into Maiden tracks. That's right. So that's basically the main point I want to get at. So we're not covering all the Urchin albums. We're not going through all the Urchin. Well, there isn't really Urchin albums. There's some compilations. We'll get into that after. But uh, some of the Urchin stuff's pretty cool, I think. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I've been listening through these tracks and I've been, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where I was kind of picked them up. Like I have a bunch of vinyls and CDs of Urchin. Yeah. And I kind of picked them up just for like the collector side of it. Yes. But then started listening to them and really like grew to like them a lot. So yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about them. Well, it's it's all really good. Yeah. Like I mean, it's just it's very different than Maiden. It's it, yeah. it's way there. It's comparable to a bunch of bands, which yep. I'll get into when we get into the tracks. Yeah. But it's so such a different genre. It's you know, there's not a lot of fan overlap other than the Adrian bit. So yeah, you know, we should do a beer. Okay, so this is from Bo's Brewing, which we had a few of their beers like weeks ago. Yeah. This one is a Night Marzen. It says it's an amber lager. So 5.5. Bose Brewing from, it says Van Leek Hill, Ontario, Canada. Right on. Let's do it. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Okay, there we go. Nice tin. Yeah, it's a cool label. Yeah, orangey tin. I'm itching for a beer here now. That smells pretty good. Yeah. I can tell you, I won't give you my full take on, on Urchin yet, but... Mm. It is one of those bands where I that think they're, they're a really solid... They're solid. Yeah, I... I band. Where, where I was going with that, I don't think Adrian's been involved with anything bad yet. You know, like, you couldn't you couldn't yeah. rip any of this part, could you? No, none of this. Like, it's all mm. pretty solid. If Adrian's in the band, you know, it's pretty good. ASAP is kind of a uh, weird kind of... That was pretty early, though, wasn't it? Uh, 89. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Relatively, no. Um, yeah, this, this is a good beer. Nice. Yeah. yeah. This is good. How many percents is this? 5.5. 5. 5. 5. 5. Yeah. Nice, nice. Podcast and beer. <laughs> right on. So, uh, Urchin. Yeah. So they started off. Well, I'll just go back. We covered a little bit of this in the Adrian episode, but I'll kind of rehash it a little bit. Yeah. Give me the timeline. I want to know. Okay. I'm, I'm finding. There's so many bands here. So Adrian forms his first band in 1971 when he's 14 years old, and he calls it Stone Free. Okay. Which I guess is like a Jimi Hendrix reference. 
Um, he, with Dave Murray, Dave McLaughlin, and John Hoy. They jam at Dave's parents' house. They play a few small gigs and, like, talent shows, and they stick together up until 1974. So that's kind of like his teenager band. Dave Murray leaves Stone Free in 1974 and goes on to play in a band called Electric Gas, and then a band called Legend, and then a band called Warlock with Dennis Wilcock. Okay. So that's where... When Maiden first brings Dennis Wilcock in, it's because Dave Murray played with Dennis Warlock. No, Dennis Wilcock in this band Warlock. So that's kind of how he got brought into Maiden in the early days. But Dave and Adrian in this band Stone Free as, like, teenagers up until 74. Um, Then they changed the name from Stone Free to Evil Ways. Um, So Dave Murray was never actually in the band when it was Evil Ways. Uh, He left before they changed the name from Stone Mm -hmm. Free. So that brings you up to August... 1976. Okay, so he's realistically, he's what, he's like almost 20 there? Is that about right? 1920, around there. Yeah. So, August 1976, they get signed to a label, and they change their name to Urchin. So, it was the record company's idea, I think, to change it to Urchin. So, 1977, now they're called Urchin. They record a single called Without Love that the singer Dave Hall wrote. It never gets released. I think the record company probably wasn't happy on it, and they never released it. Um, I don't know whatever happened to that single. Oh, wow. So Adrian's like 19. They get a record deal. They did like 100 gigs that year, 1977. They record their first release. It's called Black Leather Fantasy. Yeah. (laughs) It's just kind of a cheesy name. Yeah. Um, This is without Dave Murray in the band. Like, he had already left. Um, Adrian Smith wrote it, and it's their first single. It comes out with... The B-side of Rock and Roll Woman. Yeah. So, like, these titles are pretty, uh, you know, it's like a, what a 20-year-old would come up with, I know, I, guess. I, I don't know. know. Black know. Leather Fantasy and Rock and Roll Woman. I know, I know. <laughs> it, they're actually great names for songs if, like, you were 30 and trying to go up with a cheesy name. Yeah, if you're <laughs> you writing know, a movie, it, yeah. a comedy movie about a band, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> come, come up with some generic metal names. Yeah. Friday, May 13th, 1977, the single comes out. Uh, it has Dave Hall on vocals. So Adrian's not on vocals yet at this point. Yeah. Adrian Smith on guitar, Maurice Coyne on guitar, Alan Levitt on bass, and Barry Tyler on drums. I looked these up, um, like, on the internet. It's five to 600 bucks Canadian for, like, one of these 45s. Wow. So I don't think I'll be adding one of those in my collection. No. Pricey. But, uh, and what, what drives that price, do you think? I think the rarity. Yeah. Yeah, do they have? Because there are a lot of like I, I would assume everybody, you know, who's into Urchin is probably an Adrian fan. Is that correct? I would say, yeah. I wouldn't say there's very many people that are into Urchin that are not <laughs> into yeah. it because of Adrian and the Maiden cult. Well, you never know, yeah. right? So Black Leather Fantasy. So after this single and B side, Adrian takes over on the vocals. But this is what Black Leather Fantasy sounded like. <laughs>
I love songs that, you know, this is a straight up like rock song. Yeah, it's really good. It's got a good hook to it. Yeah, very rock, not metal, but it, it's harkens yeah. to Led Zeppelin for me. Actually, one of the, yeah, yeah, one of the comments I made is like it does. It sounds like if you were to play this and say they're like a a Zeppelin cover band and this is their own stuff. That yeah, I don't know maybe. why. Yeah, yeah. The, I know what you mean that m- yeah. melody there in the yeah. It kind of sounds Zeppelin-y for some reason. I never really thought about it. But now well, you the say time it. like Zeppelin was everybody was emulating at that yeah. time. But uh, I like these straight up like crunchy guitar riffs, mm. and that's what I like about all this urchin stuff. Is like it's just straight up cool guitar playing. Yeah. And because Adrian's in the band and writing a lot of these songs, it just goes to show, like, I don't know, I'm not like a sucker for Adrian's rhythm guitar playing. Yeah, it's really good. And I actually kind of feel bad now because when I was listening to this, I had pictured, I I know it doesn't make sense, but I pictured he was like mid, late 20s experimenting kind of in parallel. You know, I know now when I think back and I I just wasn't in the mindset. I didn't, I just listened to the list he gave me. I didn't go off and do a deep deep dive. I was kind of waiting for the podcast. But he's really young there. I I didn't have that in my mind while I listened to it. I think he was 19 when the song came out. Wow. Yeah, because it's really good. But I really like the guitar playing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Adrian, we always talk about Adrian's guitar playing. Mm. And this is years before he's in Iron Maiden. Yeah. And it's just really cool. And you can kind of see, as we go through these songs, you can kind of see how the songs that Adrian writes for Maiden, after you've heard these, you can kind of see how he has those like pop sensibilities, a straightforward rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Two Minutes to Midnight. It's it's just a crunchy, awesome riff to start with. Yeah. Now, it's a little more medley than this kind of stuff. Mm. But still, like, straight ahead, Adrian. Yeah, very manageable. Yeah. yeah. Digestible songs. There's a lot of pressure for Adrian to, like, go punk. Mm. Like, a lot of people pushing them to kind of go in that punk direction. That's the other thing about these songs is Adrian never goes in that direction. He's similar to how, like, Maiden kind of stuck to their guns, and he's like, I don't care what's popular. I'm just going to write the songs I like. So Adrian comes up with, like, a lot of really cool songs. And I think this Rock and Roll Woman song is actually pretty cool, too. I, I, I like that tune, but it's 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 super generic. It just feels like I've heard it. Is. it it's like kind times. of a generic rock and roll yeah. song. It's called like rock and roll yeah. woman. But uh, I just basically left it in for the guitar playing. Yeah. It's yeah, it's and it's that was a B side. That's a, that's well the B side to the 
black leather fantasy yeah, you A-side, can't, yeah. You, you can't let me record with it sticking a B-side in Kenyan. There has to be a B-side in there. Oh, look, rock and roll. Oh. I was going to work in the yeah. B-sides. You always got to get that in there. So Dave Hall leaves after the single. And after this, mm. Adrian takes over lead vocals for the rest of these songs. And by this point, Adrian's writing like most of the material and singing and playing guitar. So it's very much Adrian Smith's band. Nice. After this point. Yeah. Um, so late 1977, Dave Murray comes back into the band for a little while. Yeah. Um, so you remember when we did the history of Iron Maiden, those Birth of the Beast episodes, we talked about this. There was like an argument, yeah. I think it was at the Bridge House Pub with Dennis Wilcock and Dave Murray. Wasn't there a punch thrown? We thought there was, yeah. Well, yes. two. I had two accounts where there was a punch thrown and one where it was like a... Someone said a dust up, which I assume is a dust up. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've I've heard a fourth uh, source that says there was fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. <laughs> fisticuffs. <laughs> um. Anyway, Dennis Wilcock basically fires Dave Murray. Yeah. Um. Dave Murray leaves Maiden. He actually goes to a punk band called The Secret and plays with them for a little while, and then he joins Urchin. So he's back together with Dave, who's yeah. like their childhood friends. Or no, he's back together with Adrian, I meant to say. So Adrian and Dave are back together, like childhood friends. He's back in Adrian's band. Um, they actually covered Charlotte the Harlot when Dave came back into the band nice. as Urchin. Um, so then they put out the song, She's a Roller, and has a B-side called Long Time No Woman. So this is 1978 now. So it's recorded in 77 and doesn't get released until 78. So it's Adrian Smith on vocals and guitar, Dave Murray on guitar, Alan Levitt on bass and Barry Tyler on drums. So this is She's a Roller. And this is the first time on a recording that Adrian and Dave are playing guitar together. Again, it's kind of a it's a kind of a generic sound song, but like yeah. as Dave and Adrian playing together, and Adrian's vocals are great. Yeah, real like indie rock, almost like a this 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 is a sign that really reminds me of Sloan. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. It has that like pop poppy yeah. kind of catchiness to it. Yeah, you hear Adrian doing background vocals sometimes on Maiden songs, mm. and you hear the ASAP stuff. When you hear this old stuff, it's kind of like a, a raw, more raw sounding vocal take. 
Mm. And I just love Adrian's voice. It's so amazing to me that like <laughs> two guitarists from Maidener in that band, you know yeah. what I mean? The journey they went through. Yeah. You know? And that's like, you know, right around the time Maiden just break out and they, they both end up, you know, yeah. Dave goes back and then Adrian another, makes his way there. Yeah, dynamic out. about Iron Maiden that yeah. I always forget about is like two of the main guitarists. Yeah. Are like childhood friends since like school. Yeah, that's where the whole metal classification is funny because it's not like like two of them left and went off and went in a thrash metal band and then came back. Like all of them went off and were like, Paul Diano, the stabby guy, goes off and he's like, <laughs> you know, London in the summertime. And then, you know, Bruce goes off and he's the only one I find who does anything a bit metal. And even then, it's. You oh, know, Paul Diano gets really heavy. We yeah. only listen, Oh, well, we, we did. We did in his later stuff. But you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know. When he mean. left, he said he wanted to do oh, yeah. pop stuff. Yeah. And then he did He did later on. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, Blaze. But yep. uh, yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, when you hear this, you you like if you were to grab someone and be like, hey, guess what? You know, you, they'd have to exhaust every option before they get to Iron Maiden. I mean, from these guys. Yeah. But just goes to show again, like Adrian has those pop rock, straight up, straight ahead rock and roll songs. That's his like songwriting. Mm. And even when he gets in Maiden and kind of gets more in a metal direction, he still has those, like, catchy yeah. songs. Like, you can kind of pick the Adrian songs out of the catalog. Um, you know, Two Minutes to Midnight, mm. Flight of Icarus, Hooks the Riff in Hooks in You, yeah. Wasted Years, Wicker Man. Wicker Man, right? Like, these are all, like, the yeah. catchiest, yeah. like, most rock and roll Maiden songs. Yeah. And they're all Adrian songs. Um, I'll play the B-side to this Roller single. Um it has some cool Adrian guitar playing. Again, you can kind of see how he like leans more towards like straight up rock. This is also with Dave Murray in the band. So harmonies in there and stuff it's pretty cool yeah uh it's a catchy song i really like like this urchin stuff a lot yeah i've listened to it a lot and it's really grown on me yeah um real good rhythm yeah it's mm. cool um so 
Adrian was approached a number of times by Steve Harris by this point to see if he wanted to join Iron Maiden. Yeah. Um, he kind of felt Urchin was like his band and his thing. They had a good future. So he turned, he like turned down Steve Harris. April 1978, Dave Murray leaves to rejoin Iron Maiden. Andy Barnett joins as the new guitarist, and he stays until they break up. So that goes on until April of 1980, when Adrian and Andy Barnett leave. They leave to join this band called Broadway Brats, and that's the end of Urchin. So mm. they only had these two singles out, basically. Mm. Uh, with So two songs with two B-sides. That's all they released. And then that was the end of them. Later on, 1980, Broadway Brats splits up. Adrian has no band, runs into Steve Harris looking for a guitar player. October 1980, Adrian Smith joins Iron Maiden. Mm -hmm. So that's like the history of like Urchin. So they weren't very prolific as far as releasing things. And later on to Andy Barnett, if you recognize that name, he would be an ASAP with Adrian Mm. later on. Um, But they recorded and didn't release a lot of music. So there's a lot of Urchin out there that wasn't released. So finally, 2004, this record label called High Roller Records put out this compilation, this one. It's just called Urchin. It's the two singles, the two B-sides, and some demos. Um, this is it on CD. There's a limited run of 330 uh, vinyl, which I don't have, but I have the CD here. Um, so this is just some collected demos and stuff. They put this out as a CD. I am... Blaze Bailey, you're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast, possibly the best podcast in the world. I'm running out of my time, I'm running out of breath, and now it's getting too hot. Um, 2010, I do have this on vinyl, they put out this, which is called High Roller. So there's 1,500 copies. There's 400 of them on white vinyl. That's one of the white vinyl ones. So there's only 400 of those. Um, It's got a song called Keeping It Mellow, Life in the City, Watch Me Walk Away, and Countdown. And side B is Lifetime, The Late Show, My Lady, and Animals. So that's a a lot of really cool cool stuff on that. Yeah, we went through um, Countdown and Animals we'll talk about. Yeah, Yeah, no, this is a deadly vinyl. So it's funny, they're like... You know, in the 70s, they record all these songs. And it's not till 2004, 2010, these come out. And then 2012, this album, which is just called uh, Urchin Get Up and Get Out, which has a really cool cover. Very cool picture of Adrian on the cover. Yeah. Um, That's another compilation. And there's uh, a little bit overlap between this one and the last one. Uh, There's only 600 copies of this. Really? Yeah. And it's a really solid compilation. So that's 2012. So it has the songs Madman, Need Somebody, Get Up and Get Out, Little Girl, Countdown, Lifetime, Don't Ask Me, Suicide, and then Black Leather, Fantasy, Rock and Roll Woman, and She's a Roller, and Long Time, No Woman. Wow. So it's between these compilations, I think I have all of the uh, Urchin stuff that's been like compiled and released. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they did. They recorded a lot, didn't yeah. release a lot until like, you know, many, many, many years later. Yeah. It's weird that they just sat on the stuff. Yeah. And why'd they release it now? I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. And was Adrian involved in the release? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure the story behind these compilations, actually. Yeah. So I took a few tracks from these uh, compilations. Uh, I'm going to play some clips from, basically because I think they're very, like, Maiden-related. Okay. Because, uh, you know, Maiden podcast, so I figured we're just... Uh... I was wondering what the what the, <laughs> uh, 
when you when you put together the list. Right, of I didn't pick the best to. songs. I picked ones no. that are kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I don't you know I don't know much. I just very quickly looked at the uh, discography, and then I was like, why is he picking these ones? And I knew there'd be a a catch, there a is. Nesbit link because they're kind a of linked story. to me. Yeah. So the first song is called "Life in the City," mm. and it's a pretty good song. This eventually ends up as a Maiden song, but I'll play a clip from the original. So this is Life in the City. does this song as do you remember from the b-side episodes yeah the sheriff of huddersfield yeah they basically took this song which is pretty good yeah and they uh really really ruined it remember how much we hated the song it's yeah. from the wasted years single yeah the B-side to it's horrible years. i remember like uh, w- what brought me into that song was i love that tour shirt they had in the book of souls oh the sheriff of huddersfield yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, so excited. And then we listened to it. I just, <laughs> So you'll hear the music is exactly the same. But this is Iron Maiden doing, it's basically covering the song, but then they put joke lyrics over it and ruined it. Don't 
Yeah. I have, this is one of those B-sides that I like. Yeah. Could not, yeah. The Urgent Song is better. Yeah. I think this was also another song that when we did the B-side episode, I swore that I would never uh, listen to again, and I just did. Yeah, you just did. Do you think think Adrian liked that? Like, you know, I wonder what the... This, that was way before any of these compilations came out. Yeah. So maybe he thought, this is just one of the songs from my old band that is lost to the ages, you know what I mean? Chance for one I don't think he ever thought, well, we're going to cover this, because I don't think he ever thought someday all those songs are going to come out on a compilation. Mm. He's probably like, oh, I'll just... drag the song from my past up and we can just have fun with it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I don't like these Iron Maiden jokes. On oh, keep God. Saying it. I know. This one, and now, this is probably my favorite Urchin song. It's called Countdown. So this is the Adrian yeah. song which eventually became 22 Acacia Avenue. this song too yeah that's a really good one yeah what, what i find funny about it like i actually searched for the lyrics online they weren't readily available at least you know i didn't spend too much time yeah. i try not to deep dive around you but like uh, young soldier get your hair cut get ready i was like what's this about and i mean obviously the soldier talk you think it's some war thing but uh to be honest with you 22 acacia avenue one of the things i don't like about it is some of the lyrics are you know it's part of the maiden yeah line, yeah but yeah. it's a little bit you know and when I heard this, I was like, wow, this is this is solid. Yeah. You know, it's funny that they changed it that way. Well, it know. kind of inspired, like, 22 mm. Acacia Avenue. Actually, yeah. in one of our older episodes, I can't remember if it was that album that we're doing or it was in the history of Iron Maiden. I can't remember what episode it was. I did this. I have this clip here, which is playing the two songs side by side just so you can hear the like guitar riff and the chord progressions are the same. You know, they're kind of, the speeds are different. When you adjust for, like, the speed yeah, and put them back to back, you can hear the similarity. Why am I here with all this madness? Man, I have to deal with just like me. This is kind of that descending, you know, it's like a the same riff basically, and then the yeah. chord progressions are kind of similar. Yeah. So it's not like they 
Maiden covered it. They just, I think they used that as an idea and then like. Yeah, they, they yeah. I, I, morphed it into 22 Acacia Avenue. Yeah. But the seeds of 22 Acacia Avenue are from that song. Are from that song, yeah. Yeah. But Camtown's a real good tune. Yeah. And there's a yeah. lot of really good stuff on here. I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't want to do like a two hour episode on Urchin and play all their songs. But I mean. That's right. If you can find these compilations, they're all like. I really like the Urchin stuff. Yeah. This next song is called Madman. Mm. And I picked this one because it's a really cool song and it reminds me of another Maiden song. Adrian's yeah. vocals. I just love it when he sings. Like, yeah. I wish that they would do more Maiden B sides, where like they let Adrian sing. Yeah. Then this this is uh, another track by Urson that I really like. But there's a funny thing about this song. I always feel like when he's playing it, like it almost feels like a because where it's kind of flattened. It's kind of you know it's not a yeah. It's like a, not demo. a huge yeah. Yeah. Uh, it almost feels like a. Uh, um, a, a, like an '80s work and doc sitcom where a guy's like he's a man and he's walking in at the end and it's showing like the bartender looking at the screen <laughs> and his friend who also drives a truck is outside and then he walks in he has his beer and he chairs with his friends and it's like man man it's like that's what it feels like to me you know what I mean yeah I think I know what you mean yeah. it's just gonna get that like it's uh, like working guy yeah you know it's kind of rough around the edges yeah. sounding yeah yeah it's it's a pretty cool song the reason I picked this one is it reminds me of. Where the River Runs Deep mm. from the Book of Souls. And it's just that little guitar riff. But, like, I have, here they are back to back so you can compare them. <laughs> That's really good because the the first thing I went for it, like I had noted, I was like, man, I've heard this. Like I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, that's it. Again, I don't know if he like was like, oh, I'm gonna use this riff from this old song. Yeah, I think it's just kind of he's looking to like make the riff turn around at the end, reaches in his pocket and pulls this riff out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I know guitar players have these like go to kind of. 
They, they have to. There's only yeah. so many degrees of freedom you have, right? Yeah, and you're trying to get from one point to another point. That's right. And, I mean, you know, that's more just his style popping up. Yeah. What amazes me, you know, we, we, we beat guitar players off about this stuff. What amazes me, it's the body of work is as different as it is. Not that yeah. some are alike. Like, how is so much of a unique, you know? Not yeah. only that, you find something that really works. Now you got to find something that also really works but is different. Yeah, that's the thing people always yeah. say. Like, the new Maiden album, people will be like, if if it doesn't sound like Power Slave, they're yeah. going to be like, why can't they go back to the short songs? And if they yeah. do, they'll be like, stop trying to rehash. Like, yeah. It's a new Star win, Wars right? movie, right? It's like, it's two different than the originals. It's just like the originals, but it's, you know, it's no good. Yeah. You can't I win. You can't please everybody. No. Uh, last song I want to play. This song is just called Animals. And I'm only playing this because I think the guitar playing in this song is awesome. And mm. I think this is a really cool song. And that's, you know. There's no maiden tie-in. I just think this no. is a really awesome song. Awesome song. It kind of has like a Pink Floydy vibe to it. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because it's called Animals. I put that in my head. Yeah, well, I, I noticed that when when they started But that little the track, kind of yeah. whatever that riff is, however they're playing those chords, kind of I don't yeah. know, reminds me of something. So recapping on this, Black Leather Fantasy, awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like that tune, but now I'm really impressed when I realize how young they are. I didn't, I didn't like, I really just didn't think about that. Yeah, when you don't have when, the context you know, to put it I in. I didn't, here. and I didn't go off, and I for some reason, you know, I remember we covered them in the early years. 
But I mean, Urchin hasn't been like front and center in my mind. Yeah. Know? And I didn't buy the disc like you did. Oh, we mentioned the way, him a few times, but we've never really yeah. dug into them. And I love how you have all the vinyl here and the same CDs. <laughs> you always <laughs> do. You buy the vinyl and the CD. Geek. <laughs> um, rock and Roll Woman, eh. You know, whatever. She's yeah. a Roller. Yeah. I like She's a Roller yeah. a lot. Yeah. Good tune. Uh, catchy. I like that one. Yeah. Long Time No Woman. That's the first mm. song that we covered that I really, really like. Yeah. The first ones are pretty good. Yeah. Not too bad. So Life in the City, and that became Sheriff's of Huntersfield. Yeah. But I'm not Life a huge fan of... Good. Life in the City is pretty good, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But Countdown, I really liked. I love Countdown. Yeah. And yeah. Mad Men and yeah. Animals, too. Well, this this eight that you picked out of this accomplished, because there was a, a, a demo, which you have on CD there. Well, there's a, right. Yeah. And then there are two compilations. That's what you've been working right. with. Yeah. And some of the overlap on the compilations are different versions of the same songs. Yeah. Like that uh, countdown on one of these compilations is like three and a half minutes. Yeah. On the other one, it's like five minutes and 12 seconds. So okay. they're very different versions. Yeah. Different versions. So you get your money's worth if you pick up a few of these CDs or if you can, if you're lucky yeah. enough to find them. So here's the thing. As of like two weeks ago when I looked online, if you go to hrrecords.de, there's still copies left of this 2012 Get Up, Get Out, which is a really cool package yeah. uh, on vinyl. This is probably, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite maiden, non-maiden, maiden-related vinyl really? albums. I love this album, yeah. Nice. It's really cool. I listen to it all the time. And the CD, too. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. But there's, yeah, as of, I don't know if they're sold out now, but there's still copies of it left to be had. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to get offline now before this releases <laughs> and buy my copy just so no one can get it. So I didn't want to go too deep on Urchin. Yeah. Like I've, I've, you know, I have this little history that I went through mm. cut down from, you know, I have a few notes here on it, but I yeah. mean, but Urchin I had is... pages and pages of notes and I cut it down to 10 minutes and it would have been like an hour yeah. to get through. we got to save something for the Talking <laughs> Urchin, Urchin podcast, right? Which we're launching next year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, the, the connection to Maiden, because of the time, yep. because of the fact Adrian went in there, because Dave, Dave came in Dave Murray and out, came in and overlapped. Yeah, because yeah. Urchin was what he was doing that proved his value to Steve, which is why Steve was after right. him. Right. So it's very, um, uh, and very the songs here that kind of like tie into Maiden too. Oh, there's links. So there's, this is a very Maiden related. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not like the ASAP album where it's just like Adrian Solo thing. Yeah, and I, I actually, you know, this is probably the only example of a member of Maiden who had a success before they got in. Really. You know, I mean, obviously, Blaze was somewhat successful and you know, Yannick had yeah. stuff. Wolfsbane is very successful. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, that early on. Yeah. Like, I mean, Steve never had, well, we did in the early years. It was really Maiden. Yeah. But, you know, that's Although, to be honest, Wolfsbane was pretty popular. Urchin was yeah. pretty popular. Yeah. Wolfbane was very so popular. So was Samson, too. Samson was popular. That's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then Yannick played with Gillen. Yeah. Gillen. So he was, and White Spirit was also. Uh... I, I renege my point completely. <laughs> I know. I, I never give really it thought up. about it until now. Yeah. Actually, they've all had a yeah. very So it's no wonder Maiden's so good. <laughs> Do you know what I want? I want an infographic. I want to see, like, all of the members in time and, like, you know. There's got to, you know. Oh, I have one done up. It's uh, It oh, has God. all these bands and it has them all, like. Yes. It's like the band name in a circle. Yes. And it's like a graph with like the line between the two bands. Yeah. And it's like the name of the person that links the bands together. Yeah. I have that done up. I'll show it to you. That's, yeah. No, I've <laughs> seen that. That's your that's your cloud. Yeah. That goes, where you can drag one and they all like follow it around. They're like right. spring cloud thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I but I'd love thing. to see it as a function of time. And I'd love to see like who's in what band when and then like 
big dots where there's like recordings. Okay, I also have that upstairs, yeah. which is like the it's like the family tree of Iron Maiden. It has all mm. these bands and how they tie together. And cool, I have a frame upstairs in my office. <laughs> oh my god, you would hidden in it's the back area. <laughs> what do you make of this beer? I thought it was pretty good. Man, pretty good. Nightmares and I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It was a. Uh, it had like a. It tasted like what a porter tastes like, only very, very light. You know what I mean? Mm. It Definitely. Still has that kind it of has like got a taste, portery taste, but not strong. Like a, if you made an extra light version of a porter or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's fair. Maybe we should get beer tasting notes. Yeah. Maybe. In the future, we'll be like, are, are you getting hints of almond? And you hear the <laughs> hear the sheet moving. Like, I don't taste the almond. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong sheet. Yeah. Uh, do you hear any? Uh, when I smell this. Yeah. I smell forest floor. Yeah. Oh, dank. I had a friend of mine. They were like, do you, do you, smell, do you smell cranberry? I was like, what the F does cranberry smell like? I was like, I want to punch you now. I smell, I smell rage. Do you smell rage? Yeah. I smell rage right now. Yeah, I smell barley hops. I, one of my favorites was this this uh, this server. He's a funny guy. Uh, but uh, at one of these bars I go to, he's like, it's like, you know, I was trying to order wine. I know the guy. And he was like, uh, I was like, uh, you know, I'm not a wine guy. I was like, what does this taste like? He goes, grapey. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you're not in a condescending way. He's like, I can't taste it either, man, but it's grapey to me. And I was like, I like grapey. Let's bring this on. <laughs> grapey. That was awesome. I know. Mmm, grapey. Yeah. All right. Talkingmaiden.com. Yeah. Uh, slash talk if you want to leave us a message. Yeah, that's right. Um TalkingUrchin.com. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't have the yet. name yet. <laughs> Book it quick before they buy all the vinyl. Future. Yeah. But uh, Urchin, if you get a chance to check out Urchin, or yeah. if you're in a you know, CD store and you see an Urchin CD. Hey, look, anytime you get to plug Adrian, it yeah. it's a good bit of fun. Any band with Adrian in it. You know, it's a good band. Is, well, actually, I take that back. We haven't covered all these. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he was in Gog Magog. Look oh, out. there you go. Look out. <laughs> right. They'd still be on the go. And <laughs> we'd be talking Gog Magog. Oh, man. <laughs> podcast of the whatever. <laughs> All, right. All right. Until next time, up the irons and down the hops. Okay.